some exciting times in, in New York football was. But yeah. Who are they, who they beating next week? Is it uh, the Ravens? They play the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. They play Eddie and his Ravens. He said, who are, they, like... who said, who are they beating next week? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <they're not> <laughs> Oh, I swear, there's no, there's no chance in hell. There's zero. Yo, narrow, there's you, just, zero you, just said, you just said we're disrespecting the Giants. You should give them the respect they deserve. You just yeah, said that, Eddie. I'm sorry. Well, this week is we're gonna skip this week. We're gonna skip this. Friends always minus four, Eddie. So, <laughs> I mean, that's it's in it. New York. That's the only. Oh my goodness. And that was Eddie talking about his Ravens. Destroying the Giants last week, but look Dang. what happened! Look what happened! What <laughs> happened, Eddie? Can you tell us what happened? This is why you don't say shit on podcasts, and you know, have it out. It could there. always, have it it out could out always the, backfire on seats, you, right? Only evidence. Yeah. <laughs> he's, now he's just gonna tell us in person, and as soon as the mic's on, he's gonna keep all his Ravens uh, talk to himself. Yeah. No more right, don't, from me. Don't, don't, don't so sad. Yeah. I, was, I was so sad yesterday. It was just not. It was not a fun time. For everyone, everyone doesn't know, uh, we watched the game together, and everyone, not even Giants fans, got together around Wait, Eddie. Hold on, not even Giants fan. They're one Eagle fan and one Cowboys fan, and they were rooting for the Giants just That's because <laughs> they wanted me to look bad. The best part of it was that we got together uh, next to him and started yelling and clapping and uh, made fun of him, and it was hilarious. Except for not for Eddie, obviously. So it's, all fun, it's all fun games. It is fun games, Eddie. It's fun games. I know. I know. But I now know. we, but now we live in a world where the Jets have a better record than the Ravens. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and the Giants, for that matter. Welcome to your YFTS Fans Football Podcast. We are about to wrap up week six. We're watching Monday Night Football as record, as usual. Uh, we will look ahead to week seven while we break down week six as well. And that's going to be this episode 6.5. Uh, we are missing Jason today. He had some urgent matters to take care of. Uh, he will be back next week. And we can't wait for him to guide us in his new segment, which I'll be naming later. Uh, I mean, we're gonna make a little a new segment. What happened? A new segment? Yeah, and then we're talking about the internet stuff. Oh man! Yeah, should be fun. Should be fun and entertaining. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, as always, let's get started with the news and notes. Take it away, guys. All right. First thing first. Bye weeks are here again. Still coming here. Uh, Buffalo Bills, the Rams, the Eagles, and the Vikings. Four big teams with a lot, a lot of players. Uh, they're all on bye, so you know. Hopefully, we can help with some picks for you to slot into uh, for these bi-week players. A bunch of injuries. Nothing major, major injury. I think the biggest injury we could start off with is Marquise Brown. He he left with a boot. boot. Uh, uh, It was supposed to be an ankle injury. Uh, First reported as he's be fine. He's just going to be missing a game into missing the rest of the season. And now he's officially diagnosed with missing at least six weeks. Uh, they just traded for Robbie Anderson. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming back. Uh, what do you guys think about this offense moving forward? And who do you want 
Which piece do you want? In the well, I think the one piece that I, that I actually really, really want is Zach Ertz. Ah. I don't know. You don't think the offense is going to get better with DeAndre Hopkins coming back? Well, I mean, obviously, the, the thing is the owner who drafted DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah, obviously. Long, so Correct. they're, they're yeah, going to wait right. until, you know, maybe a couple weeks to see his, what his value is. But, you know, DeHop is going to be DeHop. He's going to get a lot more targets now that uh, Hollywood's out. So uh, it's just I, I, I could only imagine him just pl- being plugged in as Hollywood Brown right now. That's what DeAndre Hopkins is going to do. Uh, Zach Ertz going to continue to get his what eight to ten targets a week. <laughs> he's he's definitely a, a great tight end to own. I would random more. Do you think his value goes up more or just stays what he is right now? I think what he what he is is what he will be. Again, a, a low floor PPR option flex. It sucks, man. Uh, Marquise Brown, I I have a lot of stake in him, but he was having a great season. The timing uh, couldn't be any weirder. Yeah, it's like perfect. As soon as he was coming back, boom. Yeah. He got hurt. Uh, the gods are like, you can't have two can't have receivers. <laughs> we'll give you one at a time. Uh, what, do you guys, what do you think about Robbie Anderson? Is he someone that's going to be a hot waiver pickup this weekend, this week? Is I it think like so. a stash, yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. I think he will be, just to see what he can do in that offense. But he's been a problem everywhere he's been. Like, And there's a lot of personalities on his Cardinals team. We'll see how it goes. He can't really complain now. This is the be- definitely the best quarterback he's ever going to be be playing with at least you would think Kyler Murray is I don't know Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray but I do think Kyler Murray gets a boost I think I'm trying to buy him everywhere to be honest I mean he's still even though he had a bad game this past week he's still a top five quarterback so yeah it's not gonna be easy to pry him away but yeah uh next up let's go let's go just jump straight to Eddie's boy uh JK Dobbins I'm assuming a lot of people probably started him this week and his knee Apparently, got he had knee tightness, and Ken and Drake took over the snaps. Uh, there's no full report or diagnosis like wh- what's going on, what's, what's he, how many times he's gonna miss, or if he's gonna miss any time at all. Uh, Ken and Drake is probably someone that's in the fridge and pool, and he's like he's the only healthy option there. Will you guys pick him up and start him this week? Pick up, maybe start. Hell no. Uh, even even with. The injury to J.K. Dobbins or the the re aggravation or whatever whatever the heck it is, uh, he only got ten touches. So I mean, it's it's not like he's going to get a bulk of a of the uh, like a giant workload. It regardless, a lot of people aren't buying now. So people who are missing running back, do that's buy desperate. That's desperate. Yeah. Uh, next person on the list, Kenny Pickett. He was actually doing pretty well last week. He was starting off pretty well this week too. Uh, got a concussion. Uh, I mean, that's day-to-day. We'll keep a watch over it. But the only good thing about this is he never had a concussion reported before this. So this is his probably his first concussion that's reported, which is good news for someone. I mean, that is, concussion is never good news, but I'm saying for his health-wise, it's good. Uh, we could jump from one concussion to another concussion. Cameron Brake got another concussion. That was he bad. came back from a concussion, and he left. Is this, is this the new Jordan Reed? He scrambled eggs. He should stop playing for a little bit at least, you know, get get the shit together and then reevaluate everything. Uh, he well, he wasn't a fantasy option as much anyway. I just throw him out because he's the tight end for Brady. Does, does Oton get get a little bump? I don't think so. I'm not touching that. The offense is like a mess. I know, there. but it's it's tight ends, man. I know, but I don't, worse. You could, but I would not touch it either. Uh, Randall Cobb, he got car off and he was crying, so I thought it was. 
much worse injured than I thought it was. Apparently, they came back with a high ankle sprain because his X-ray came showed no break, nothing bad. So right now, there's a high ankle sprain. I mean, it's still a long-term injury. Uh, that offense looks like a complete mess. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know why the running backs are not as involved. But Roman Dub still got eight, eight nine carry, uh, targets last week. And he's getting a lot of these deep targets are, that are not connecting. But it's not because of him. Maybe because of him. Maybe Rodgers thinks he's running too fast or is not running fast enough. I don't know what's going on. But I'm assuming those have to connect eventually. Like, it, What it doesn't make any sense to me is that A.J. Dillon is out targeting him. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, that's makes no sense. Uh, AJ Dillon's out targeting Aaron Jones um, in the backfield, and then now, when it comes to like these receivers, I do like Dobbs. I do like Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, he's been great, even like despite how bad this offense has been, he's been great. Um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. Lazard is the only one he can really trust. I think at some point you see that Rogers, Alan Lazard is the only one Rogers trusts too. Though he, like Jack said, he. Dobbs is getting a lot of targets, but it's missing not because of him. I don't, at least I don't think so. He's getting open. He's beating his receivers, and either Rogers overthrows it or he underthrows it. Maybe it's just they're not on the same page yet. Maybe throughout the season will get better. Uh, man, that's something to watch because he's a rookie. You know, you he hope he develops. So, uh, another injury that doesn't seem too concerning. Jalen Waddle hurt his shoulder on the last play. Uh, it seems to be good, according to him. Uh, so, hopefully nothing bad. Uh, Skylar Thompson hurt his hand, which is good news for every fantasy owner, even though we don't wish for injuries. Why wouldn't Taylor Bridgewater play in the first place? That's confusing. Like, Yeah, he was healthy. He did the same thing last year with Miami, remember? We went to we went to watch a game, and Tua came in after the quarterback got hurt. It was weird. It just this is something Miami does. <laughs> But it's good news that Teddy Bridge was playing because he could he's he's a good quarterback still. Uh who else is next? Who else am I missing? Did I miss anyone? Uh Deion Jackson hurt his quads, but I don't think it's gonna be a big big deal, even though he did well, very well. But John Taylor should be back. Naive Himes also gonna be back next week. Uh that's all the injuries I have, I think. And that's pretty good because no one has a serious injury besides Marquise Brown. So one did thing it- I do want to note is uh Teddy Bridgewater did wear two gloves. Two gloves. The two glove watch. Yep. Yep. Oh, and and Arizona they scored on their oh, first right. drive. Yes, Arizona finally scored points in the first quarter. Yep. And, and they, they didn't score, score the rest of the game. They did the opposite. <laughs> that they usually do. They they score first and then stop scoring. They use all their efforts in the first drive. And they only got a field goal out of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's good. No, I mean this guy. That's minimum news, which is always good. All right, and that's going to wrap up the news and the notes. Uh, yeah, let's get right into our pits and the cages. Like Eddie mentioned last week, it is our version of studs and duds from this well, previous week six, or I guess it's still current week six. Man, Justin Herbert, what are you doing, man? What is he doing? <laughs> Sounds like uh, you need Justin Herbert to win. I do. I need to score 11 more points. And... um Drafting boosted Justin Herbert, uh, odds to score one this past one passing touchdown, and he still hasn't gotten it. We're in the fourth quarter. Isn't that Vegas amazing? Vegas knows, man. This is no. This is wild. Um, anyway, pits and cages. Here we go. Bonjourno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. 
You want to get started, Sadie? Sure. So my pit, I went a little bit unconventional this this week. It's a guy that you don't really, you haven't really relied on him, and he's a he's a pretty big name when it comes to fantasy. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he had a solid week this week. He had what thirteen carries, eighty plus yards, and a score. It's it's not more like he's definitely going to produce games like this for the I think for the rest of the year, especially like these next coming weeks. He has the Lions coming up. He has uh, like other like really really good uh, matchups. Dax coming back. I think he's definitely a guy that I want on my roster as a flex RB two. Um, but yeah, this week he's my pit. Uh, yeah, I mean he's but he's always had good, good history as the Eagles, so it's here and there. I don't know. I I don't want to be biased, so I won't say anything. So <laughs> it can't be just a, like against a specific team. Like he teams change really, over years. He does historically does very well against the Eagles. So well, he, I, it could just be a game, game that he's hyped for that he does well, and then he goes back to his normal weeks. It's well for me. It's a little bit more. Well, he still is getting a little bit. You know, he's getting what fifteen-ish touches a game. And I think he's going to continue to get it, getting that. I think those touches are going to be a lot better with Dak Prescott blind center. So like, and they're going to have a lot more scoring opportunities than they have with Cooper Rush because Cooper Rush, I think you find they finally like exposed him a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it. <laughs> you don't like Zeke, huh? You don't like don't, Zeke? Why is Zeke? He's just not like a sexy option, you know. Definitely not a sexy option. He has no ceiling at all. He has a two touchdown ceiling. I, I don't. Ceiling. I don't like booking on touchdowns. As like a projection to for a ceiling because it's not touchdowns very fluky. I just don't like it. So I, I think he's gonna catch a little more packs, passes too. So he, he gets he gets he averages like 50, 50 yards, sixty yards on the ground, and then you need him to score a touchdown to break double digits. It's someone that Tony, I, Tony Pollard is still relevant. He's he hasn't not performed. So I mean, he still produced sixteen, what 15, 16 fantasy points. That's he was RB ten on the week. Like that's not terrible. It's pretty good. Yeah, I take that as my RB two. Well, he's a good RB two. Like he's a solid, like five, like eight to ten points. Sometimes he, he's, he's like Miles Sanders. Yeah, pretty much. All right, but, cool. Um, yeah. and you want to say something else? No, no, I'm good. All right. All right, I'll give, I'll get it going with my uh pick this week. Deion Jackson, Mister Waiver Wire. Well, not even Waiver Wire. Probably just picked up last minute. Man, the guy had 10 targets and he caught all 10 passes. Like Matt Ryan just dumped it off to him and he was just not missing him. And he 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 won people leagues if they had the balls to start him. Peter you know, started him Peter, Peter is uh Peter is lucky, man. He's a fan. I, I don't even know. He's, he's, he's a fancy, fancy whisperer. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to say. Um yeah, he had, he added on uh forty two yards for and a touchdown on top of his ten reception for seventy nine yards. Like I said, it's gonna be a one week wonder because Jonathan Taylor's coming back. Um, uh, but man, what a what a week he had. Um, don't expect. Off, the, I mean, like the <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know yeah. what else to say about him because you're not gonna start him anymore. Well, we could talk um, about the the in the offense because the offense looked they were actually moving the ball, produced a lot of yards. They did. They did. Matt Ryan was a top uh passer passing guard. Person, like I guess, is <laughs> 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 a person who had the most passing yards. Uh, this passing yard person. <laughs> he had the most. He had the most passing yards this week. Um, yeah, I, is are the Colts 
still relevant? I, I don't know. I feel like if, if, if they get back to where they are, I feel, I feel like it's also Jacksonville is not good. Yeah, Jacksonville is not good. They, they yeah, are but yeah. are three, two, and one. They're still in this game, so you know they're still in the playoff hunt. So I mean, John Taylor might be back this week, so it helps the offense. So maybe they ha- maybe they just need this- maybe just needed like a push, and this is the push. I guess we'll see what happens with them. All right, All right your turn. So next, my pit this week will be Ramondre Stevenson. After last week's 160-yard performance, he puts up another two-touchdown, 75-yard performance. As long as Damian Harris is out, I think he's the RB one. They the Bills are the, the Patriots are going to try to not make whoever the quarterback is. even Bailey Zappi. Even you know, even with Mac Jones, I'm saying he Mac Jones is not that great. I don't think he's that great. People think he's good because they have a winning record last year, but he's not that great. Uh Bill Belichick is gonna limit his, his quarterbacks throwing to make less mistakes for him. So if Ramondre is the only running back there, he's gonna get 20 plus touches. At least I think so. And with that team, they ran on anyone. Remember that Packers game we watched? They knew the run was coming. They could not stop it. Didn't matter. O line was so good, and Bill Belichick is good at scheming. That team itself is just good at scheming offensive plays, defensive plays, and it just works. He's automatically plugging RB one as long as Damian Harris is out. Yeah, he's probably going to be a pit next week too. They're playing the the Chicago Bears, which are a cakewalk. Yeah, so he's as long as Damian Harris is out, he's a RB one moving forward. And I guess I will do the yeah. wheel. A snake and give us your give us your cage. My cage this week is Aaron Jones. He gave you a whopping nine carries for nineteen uh, yards and three catches for twenty five yards. That team just looks awful. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's what's gonna happen. They should use what we entered this season thinking that what they're gonna do was AJ Dillon in the backfield, Aaron Aaron Jones on the slots, the slot uh, uh, position more. That hasn't happened a lot. I think it happened a lot the first game, and they stopped doing it. Uh, I don't think Matt Lafleur is a good coach, anyways. From the beginning, he was just carried by Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm sketchy. I, I'm really skeptical. Of what's going on with them? I, I, like, I, I, I feel like you can't bench him either. So no, you cannot. What, it, it just, what do you do as an Aaron Jones owner? Yeah, you try to I'm get him off your it. team, or do you try to buy him? I feel like you can still sell him for a name, you know? Let's say if you offer him for the Ramondre Stevenson and put something small because Aaron Jones has that name. And people from people who own Ramondre Stevenson probably are thinking, oh, I could sell high. Will you do it? No. I, <sighs> what if Damon Harris is out for the season? No, then obviously I would have to add something to get Ramondre. Yeah, what, no, what, but, is the, what is the outlook on, on, him, on Harris right now? Uh, there's no much. There's still haven't been updates. He's just having. Uh, I think he has ankle injury. For, for uh, I'll look at you guys. Keep going. Uh, so I mean, if he's out for, as I said, I say he's out for six weeks. Will you trade him trade up in your position? You're if you're at two and four right now at this week. Oh you- man, <laughs> that is so hard to to like definitely say because you get you're getting an RB one for the next two three weeks minimum. I think with Harris out. The upside for Aaron Jones is so high. I, is, but then again, they haven't. That offense is like a mess. But the thing is, like, that offense could literally turn around one eighty, like 
in a snap. And I, I could see that happening. I could, I have that belief in Aaron Rodgers. It's just the utilization of what they're, I don't know what they're doing and whatever they're doing isn't working. So they have to make adjustments. So like if we, as like a casual watcher of football, as a, as a, as fo- fantasy football people, or just like people watching football, like football fans, uh, we could see how terrible they're, they're uh, running their offense. Why can't they adjust their professionals? Like, <laughs> Shouldn't it be that easy? I feel like it's that easy. Just give the balls to your best player. It's Aaron Jones. Uh, real quick, uh, Harris has a hamstring injury. Uh, he was actually trying to play this week against the Browns. Um, but looks like it's not probably not going to happen. But that means he's going to be back shortly anyway. So yeah, with that information, I'm definitely not. I'm holding out to Aaron Jones in that case. But like, it's it's definitely frustrating. You just gotta you gotta live with it. I mean, he is a boomer burst type of running back, regardless. That's that's you, has been his mo his entire. Even career. if that's the case, you still want to see him more involved. Even if it was boomer bust now. Oh, absolutely. He touched the ball twelve times. Like it, it's it's just more involved in the passing game because when he's not, he's getting four targets a game. That's not enough. I thought he was gonna get like I before the season started. I had him projecting for over 90, 90 uh targets. Which is weird, right? Because you think you think they were losing by double touchdowns. Yeah, multiple touchdowns. You would think Aaron Jones would be more involved, especially with the receivers. Like he should be the trusted one, but lost, he's not. They lost Randall Cobb early too, which is weird. So I, mean, I don't know what's going on in the offense. I, and this this, this Packer Aaron, team is not the Packer team we've seen in the last seven eight years. No, because they, they now now Matt Lafleur needs to work and do his job, but he can't. I don't think he's a good coach. So. Yep. All right, yep. I will go next. Uh, my pick this week is Jeff Wilson Jr. Man, what 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 happened? He had zero point five points in our league. Uh, real quick, let me look it up. Yeah, I think he had zero point five points in our league. Yeah, he had twenty five yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a fumble. He rushed seven times for twenty five yards, and like and he said, in a fumble. Like we we thought they're gonna run all over this Falcons team, and you know what happened? Mariota ran over this 49ers team. Um, but yeah, it's just such a disappointing performance for a very squishy defense in the Falcons. And I'm sure he lost a lot of people their their weeks. Yeah. I, well, they got down pretty they got down two scores early on in the game. So the game script basically took him out of the game. He doesn't he doesn't catch passes. He's not really one of those uh pass catching running backs. And his snap his snap so his snaps are limited and they just didn't they just ignored the run, just like threw it out the window. Not so Jeff Wilson or 49ers, right? So not at all. Yeah. And, that, and you know what happens? Normally... And you know what happens when you try to rely on Jimmy Garoppolo to win you a game? He's not yeah. gonna do it. Yeah, he probably gonna Man, he had some he had so some good. really bad throws. Man. Jimmy is the future. Yeah, but yeah, Jeff Wilson. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, I mean I mean I'm sure uh yeah, it's a tough matchup next week against Kansas City Chiefs. We can see them going down again. I'm still starting them though. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not gonna mention, but if you have, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll. I mention. think it might be a time to buy him, if especially if like you're the Elijah Mitchell owner, or if you're, you know, somebody who who's lacking in RB depth. I'll try to buy him, especially after a week like this. Yeah, that's my um, DDT uh, for week six. So All finish right. up, Rosetti. So I'll finish it off. Uh, David Montgomery is my DDT this week. He had nine total PPR points. Wasn't really involved in the passing game. Uh, well, they, they run a lot, the Bears, which is a kind of an understatement. He still had a, a good amount of touches, but he just didn't produce. He didn't score. 
this is some guy, somebody that I'm pretty sure people are kind of frustrated with because he's just not producing to the level that you thought he was going to be. Uh, but he's definitely somebody that I would definitely target in the trade market because that Bears team is just going to continue to rely on the run game, and he's a big part of it. Uh, I know Khalil Herbert is kind of a scary backup for them. Like, he's a scary uh, name because he does produce whenever he gets uh, touches. But I, I just think David Montgomery has a lot. Uh, he's like a, he has a stranglehold on that, on the, uh, most of the touches there. So I really like David Montgomery the rest of the season. But he was trash this week, so. Yep, I mean, we are talking I about David Montgomery. Week, so. I feel like David Montgomery pops up in our podcast a lot. <laughs> it might be a very polarizing character for us. It's, it's bad and good. It's not just one side. He's just his name gets mentioned a lot in this chat in, in, in our podcast. Yeah, he's, a good, kinda... he's a solid player. Yes. Well, every time he starts, I mean, we mentioned it earlier this year. I think I mean, wherever he gets momentum, he builds that momentum. Boom, he gets hurt. That is true. Yeah, and just yeah. Man, okay, that's gonna wrap up uh, the RKOs and the DDTs. Man, this uh, this Monday football game is kind of underwhelming, isn't it? It's great for me. One touchdown each, and then just field goals, field goals, field goals. My well, dream is still alive right now. Well, if you continue to watch Broncos game, this is a continuous trend. So, like Broncos games, it's weird, right? Their offense trash. isn't good, but their defense is good. So these games end up being really low scoring. <laughs> And they're very competitive too. It's like within a touchdown. I do feel like the offense is getting a little bit better. But yeah, first half Russell Wilson was really good today. Yeah, it looks pretty good today. Maybe maybe he plays up to the opponent and he plays down to the bad opponents. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's instinctually does it? Yeah, just like oh, this team sucks. So I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> and they lose. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, Justin Herbert, I'm gonna try. All right. Uh... Yeah, let's move on to our next segment, the RKOs and the DDTs. We're gonna see who, who, which players we think are kind of outperform to projections, and people who we think won't live up to their expectations. Hit the music. Man, that's doo trash. All right. Uh, you want to say it started, Jack? Wait, yeah, start one yeah, 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 yeah. My RKO this week, I did change it up a little bit. I will go with Michael Gallup. I think he'll finish top 15 with receiver. And he's someone that no one started in the past six weeks. So I feel like he's the name. I, I, I just wanted to pick an RKO that might be in the waiver wire or someone on your bench. Because I doubt, I hope no one started in the last six weeks. But... I feel like with Dak most likely coming back this week and against the Lions secondary, the line that Dak's gonna want to pop a show 100% in his first game back. He's gonna do his best, best showcase that he he still got. He's that he's the quarterback, he owns the team. I think Gallup scores two touchdowns and 100 plus yards easily. And people who I just want to throw out people, oh, CU Lamb's gonna be better, better, much better with Dak back. No, Dak spreads the ball. Pretty evenly to everyone. That I, from from my when I watched that, he doesn't lock onto one uh, receiver and throw only to them. So I feel like it's very really I think Gallup is the one of the receivers that were in your bench and your waiver wire that has a very high ceiling moving for as long as Dak is the quarterback, as long as he's healthy. I mean, 
we never know how that dumb is. It could be worse than it is. But he's my RKO. I feel like you could plug him in for this week if Dak is playing. I play this chamber that Dak has to be playing. Yeah. With with Dak, with that, um, with that mindset, do you, are you buying like most of the other pieces too? Like the Delton Schultz's and the Tony Pollard's. You think anybody in this matchup that that are that it's uh that's on the Cowboy side with Dak Prescott coming back? Do you think most of them are starting to? I think Schultz jumps straight up. He likes targeting. He loves Schultz. He loves targeting when he's in danger when he's he needs help to throw to. He's a safety net and he gets he's a good PPR tight end. I dropped him early in a lot of my leagues because of that, but then Dak went down. And then and he went I down. Dropped. Yeah. So he's also a little hurt too. That's why I didn't mention him as my RKO this week. But moving forward, as long as Dak's healthy, Schultz is pretty safe. That's yeah, I feel like he should be on. But that whole offense gets a massive boost as long as Dax is in there. And I know we all shit with uh, shit around with the money with Cooper Rush because it's funny. <laughs> but you know, that he's off- a savior, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> that whole offense gets a giant boost with Dak. Like, and Gallup is one of the people that they're gonna use. They pay him. There's no shot they're not gonna use him. Yep, I'm on your side. I like it. Dax back. Dax back. All right, Eddie, give us your uh, RKO. Okay, so my RKO with with teams like Buffalo, the Rams, Philly, like Minnesota, with all those guys, there's so many startable assets there. So I'm trying to give you like a you know like a guy that's probably not even owned, probably owned in like less than twenty percent of leagues. Uh, Nico Collins is somebody that I I tried to pick up prior to waivers because you know you could pick him up uh, you know in most leagues you could pick him up as a free agent because they were on by this week. His snap share has gone up. He does have the talent. He does have some type of pedigree there. He was drafted to be a, you know, the deep thread, a, a, a big bodied receiver that could score touchdowns. I think he gets into the end zone this week. Um, yes, Nico Collins is my arcade this week. I do like the name. Uh, I, I wanted to mention him before also, but I feel like he's slowly becoming the receiver one. And yeah, Brandon, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. He's outproduced Brandon Cooks last couple weeks. And it's going to be a higher scoring game, I think, this game. So I feel like he's a good option to start. He last the three weeks gave me like 10, 14 points minimum. So that's the, and that's about a touchdown. So, yeah. He's been playing 70, 75 plus percent of snaps, too. I, I tend to look a lot into snap share. So he, since they're playing him more, I, I like I like him as an option. And he has shown that he could get those big touchdowns, too, last year. So he's someone that's. Uh, a deep threat every play too. I like it. Nice, nice. And I'll finish up the RKOs with mine. Uh it is Hayden Hurst. He with the tight ends how they are right now. Um, he might be a really viable option uh coming up this week. Uh he did have a very very underwhelming performance uh this past week against the Saints when Gerald Burrow threw for over 350 yards. Uh, but he had Two solid games back to back, um, and Atlanta Falcons give up the most passing yards in the league. Uh, I can see Hayden Hurst going for seventy yards and a touchdown. Uh, to be a solid tight end one, uh, with how everything else is looking this year, other than outside of Mandrews and Kelsey. Um, yeah, it could be something. Someone he's probably on waiver wires as well. I, don't, I can't imagine a lot of people own him. Uh, something you can pick up and consider starting uh, with some buys this week. Uh, I'm a little iffy on that pick. 
You're like the you're like a boy hitting hers. Didn't you draft him want... really high one year? Yeah, but that was when he was like a top option. I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that too, because with when all three receivers are out there and they're all playing, then Hayden Hurst, I feel like it's and then Mixon too. And then Mixon's gonna mix in there. He's like the fourth or fifth option. He needs to score a touchdown. Put hey, I hope I hope we're wrong. Points, fantasy points. I hope, I hope, I hope we're, we're wrong, wrong too. Yeah, I hope right. he I hope he does come out of nowhere and uh give it to yes, us. That's the point of it. Yep. I hope we're wrong. Uh to be fair, I, I kind of hit my RKL last week. It was it wasn't too crazy. I said sixty yards and a touchdown for Brian Wilson. You were you were on the you on the dot. I, I said fifteen rushes for sixteen yards, sixty yards. He got seventeen rushes for sixty yards and a touchdown, which is almost identical to what I said. But yeah, not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, and then I will continue it uh, and give us. I'm sorry, I will continue and give you all DDT. It's gonna be a little out there, seeing how well he's been playing uh, the past few weeks. I'm going. Damon Pierce. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. Um They're running very hard, man. He looks he is, so he, is. he looks so good running the ball. He looks like you know, a mini version of Marshawn Lynch right now. <laughs> you know who's giving up the second fewest rush yards this year? I'm assuming it's who they're playing. The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Uh the only team who give up less rush yards is uh the Bills. Considering they are we have we did they did have the bar last week. But still, they're top tier in, in rush defense. And uh, Damon Pierce might hit a wall in his rookie season. But he's he's, he's looked great. Uh, I think it's going to be a game where uh, fancy owners are not going to be happy, though. Ooh, it's hard to bench him, though. Oh, no, you can't bench him. But <laughs> unless, unless, you're, unless you're Peter, you want to start someone random and get some touchdowns. But not able to be like Peter. Peter is, Peter's a god in fantasy right now. And it's funny though. It's funny when he celebrates it. It's fantastic. It's not <laughs> oh funny. no, the celebrations are funny. not fun. They're not we can fun. You can't. Every, every, every everyone enjoys it. I don't. I don't enjoy it at all. I do not enjoy it. You would. I think you would enjoy it if it wasn't on the Ravens. <laughs> I didn't enjoy anything. <laughs> Good. We're we're on the same page, Eddie. Uh, Peter, stop doing it. Uh, all right. Uh, who's Eddie? Give us. Your... I will. So my doo trash do DDT player of the week. I think it's going to be Cortland Sutton. Uh, he, I know I, Russell. I Russell Wilson does look pretty good this week, but regardless, playing Sauce Gardner, who is actually a legit shutdown corner, I think oh, Reese DJ Reese is also the top five cornerback PFF rating too. So it's not just Sauce yeah Gardner side. It's both sides. Yep. Well. Cortland Sutton, just because of those two words, those that's the reason why I wouldn't start him. And I feel like he's he's definitely a benchable player too. He's it's not he's like on he's like a fringe receiver too. But right now he's not doing so well, which is good for me. How about I give you guys an early? Uh, did you know uh, this week? Oh, I want to hear. It. Do it. All right. Did you guys know? Sauce Gardner had two passes defended this past week against the uh, uh, Packers. He joins Desmond Trufant. As the only player since 2000 with a pass defended in each of his first career six six first six career games. Ooh. Wow! Well, hopefully his career doesn't end up like uh, Desmond Trufant's. That's hope. <laughs> All right, continue, guess, Andy. That's my duty trash player. All right, I guess I'll clean this up. And like I mentioned before, this name pops up a lot. Dave Montgomery. But, yeah, but but I'm gonna team him up with Khalil Herbert. And say my doo doo trash player this 
do the trashes. Does that sound right? I don't know. Trash. Uh, I think trash is still trash is plural. Trash is plural. plural. Yeah. plural. Trash. It's like it's like sheep. Is it really? Yeah, sheep is you know there's no there's no sheep's. Sheep is plural as Shrimp. well as Shrimp. fish. Fish is also plural. Fishes? No, fish is plural. Oh, there's no fishes. I thought fishes was a word. Oh, fishes is a word. Like I'm going, like I just he goes like he fishes. He goes fishes. Yeah, he fishes. it's like a verb. Yeah, but fish is actually singular and plural. Same uh, thing with shrimp. Look at this. Why FTS gave not English lessons? I hate when people say shrimps. I love shrimps. Oh god, shrimps are so good. <laughs> Shut the heck up. <laughs> well, my DDT is both uh, Montgomery and Herbert. We Patriots, Bill Belichick. Always, always takes out the best option on the offensive side. Always does. Look at Nick Chubb. He didn't do so well this week. Neither did Kareem Hunt. They're going to force Justin Fields to throw the ball. I I, I, I can't see the world where Montgomery and uh, Khalil Herbert breaks. I only only hit 50 yards combined this week. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna try to run the ball as much as possible. They're gonna try to run the ball a lot. It's not gonna happen. They're gonna do whatever they can to make, make Justin Fields throw the ball. I think and, Justin Fields is gonna run the ball. Oh, that's fine. I'm not, he can run the ball all he wanted. My my prediction is because these these are people that people start. These are the running backs. They don't ground where people start him. I will not start him at all. I'll pick up anyone from the free agent pool and start. I'll start Kenny Drake over him. Oh my mama, really? Yes. I can't you, do that. You're hoping for it. You pretty much just hoping for a, a best case scenario. You're going to hope for a PI, the one yard line, and get a touchdown there because otherwise, he's not, they're not scoring. Yeesh. The running team is, the running team is not scoring. They punish Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and force Jacoby Brissett to throw the ball, and the Browns got destroyed. They did. So, yeah. They did get destroyed. And that's a much better team than the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Chubb was like the leading rusher coming into the yeah. day, right? And they destroyed them. Like it just, I don't know. I wouldn't start any of them. Yeah, and that's gonna wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. Uh we had some bold ones in there. Yeah, some, uh, some, yeah, yeah. yeah. some guys that you uh you're they're definitely gonna come out of nowhere if they do produce. Oh, be exciting. I think all the names I all the names my was the most relevant name. <laughs> well, I yeah, said, I mean, yeah. I mean, which I is said, good. No, no, I'm saying it's good. Yeah, I think out of the guys, your guy is probably the one that's owned most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. So let's get into the bold predicts. Bold. Uh, yeah, we had some. Still, only have one hit. Oh no! Oh no! I like to announce, we are giving Jason the hit on his bold predict. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Allen Robinson had the game of his season so far. <laughs> I thought you were going to say game of his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, but yeah, he had, he had the best game of his season right now. And to have the balls to choose Allen Robinson after what he's done these first five weeks, good on Jason. I got good props to that. I came close. I was just missing the touchdown. It's funny because we were when we see Allen Robinson go, we were like, "Yeah, Allen Robinson, let's go!" Yeah, we were definitely cheering him on. Yeah, but yes, let's go back into uh, this week's bold predicts, and here we go. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! This week, 
that's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, Jack, wanna get us started? I thought this was Eddie's segment. I'm last. He always goes last. Really? He always goes last. Oh, he's been bro. He always goes last. Shit, my bad. My bad. Shit. I'm a my bold predict this week is someone that was picked up waiver wire last week, and he looked amazing this past week. And uh, it's Kenneth Walker for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I feel like he's going to finish this week. Top three running back this week. He's going to finish for at least 150 yards and at least two touchdowns. They play the Chargers, who leaks rushing yards to running backs every time, every week, except today for some reason. Maybe because the Broncos don't have a running back. But the Chargers leak a lot of rushing yards. And I feel like Kenneth Walker, for what we've seen this past Sunday, he is very good at running the ball. So he's my bold predict. He finishes top three. RB this week. I like it. I like I it considering too, I, I have uh I have him in like ninety percent of leagues. I mean we saw him run and he looked amazing. Like it was crazy. Yeah, he got some wiggle. Yeah, he has some good cutbacks, but it's Ooh, he's a he's a he's a big runner. He's wiggly. Yeah. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle right. wiggle. So I'll get my bull predict now, and I'm realizing as I say it. That I accidentally doubled up on the Bengals with my RKO and my bull predict. <laughs> so obviously, one of them is not going to work. Well, um, what are, is, maybe, I mean, maybe maybe they both maybe they both do. Maybe maybe both of them. Um, it's bad for you, Eddie, because Jamar Chase might be getting less of that. Well, this means that this does only mean based on Calvin, I'm gonna go pound the uh, Bengals team total over and <laughs> pounding Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Anyway, my bull sounds this weird. Week, um, it's kind of funny because we were talking about Jason uh, last week, I believe, right? He likes to hold Tyler Boyd and never play him just because he's scared that someone's gonna pick him up and do well against him. Well, this is the week, fellas. Pick up Tyler Boyd, play him. They're going against the Falcons, the worst office. I mean, defensive passing team in the league. You drop eighty yards, two touchdowns, and get your win this week. 80 and two. That's a, that's a bold predict and a RKO. Sheesh. Based on Kelvin's numbers, and that we have playing Joe Mixon, uh, uh, Higgins, and Chase's numbers too. Man, Burrow is gonna throw for 10 touchdowns this week. I mean, he's done it before. Well, not 10 touchdowns, but he's done, <laughs> he's done the five, he's, he's done the 500 yards before. So. Yeah, how, how do you know everyone else is gonna eat? Well, they always have a lead. those guys have like a floor at least. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Go go ahead and pound the uh Bengals team over. Oh shit. I both predict Joe Burrow. Nah. Quarterback (laughs) one. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm still gonna stick with quarterback. Uh I I I'm gonna go against the grain and I'm going to uh say that this is the week where Russell Wilson figures things out. Yeah, he almost figured out in the first first. He half. looked he looked pretty good this week. Uh, he was t- he started at what ten for ten. So ten for ten. Just... The first half was one seventy nine and touchdown. It's pretty good. Yeah, solid. And he yeah he, he had some rushing yards. He's using his legs a little more, so maybe he's realizing that he needs to do that. I think this week it's it's a pretty. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought that this would be a, a quote unquote bad matchup? But the Jets have been pretty good against everyone, and I know Cortland Sutton is my due to trash player this week um, because of Sauce Gardner. But I just think, I believe, Russell Wilson would be Vinch's Russell 
and throw at least one deep bomb to KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler. Yeah. I like KJ Hamler. It has to happen, man. Like he's. I mean, he had a deep bomb today. I think that, like 50 yards that, or something. That could have been his shot. Touched, I, I'm, another one. He's going to have another one. And I, I, he, the, the arm talent is still there. I don't know why he's saying that he has arm issues, but, I mean, I, I believe in it. I think he's going to, you know, provide a spark. And the Jets are going to do that for him. Fuck right. the Jets. Listen. Jeez. We thought Aaron Rodgers was going to tear up our Jets. Um, <laughs> well, that offense is also in shambles. Hopefully. And know. this offense is in the shambles? I think it's a damn. Which one's in more in shambles? I mean, the, the Packers are in more in shambles. Yeah. Is it, are the Packers more in shambles because of the expectation that Rodgers should be amazing? No, they're more in shambles because they're not using their pieces the right way. Because if your running backs are the best best players, right, you should be using the run game because you could just hand it off. (laughs) They don't even do that. They have opposite issues. The Broncos don't have running backs, and the Packers don't have receivers. Oh, so they should combine teams. Yes. So we just want to go to 31 teams now instead of 32. (laughs) One team's on bye every every week. What's another team that should be be combining? Oh. I feel like the, the, the Bears should combine with somebody. Oh uh, man, combine, Bears combining with anyone's gonna make their team suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darnell Mooney. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of for Darnell Mooney here. Okay, Jack? only guy. He's the only good. Oh, and they're running back. Uh, Darnell Mooney. He might be my savior for us this season. What? What if? What if? Oh, here's one. What if the San Francisco 49ers combine with the Baltimore Ravens? Wow, I love that. I would love that shit. Oh my gosh, George Kittle! Yo, imagine having George no, Kittle. I mean, like, I mean, like the 49ers defense with the Ravens offense. Oh, even better. I think a better one would be the Lions offense with the 49ers. Oh defense. yeah, yeah, you're right. For Jared Goff, Yeesh. but that offense just scored like 40 points a week. Yeah, true. But they've been giving up 40 points a week. Uh, anyway, we're not doing a what, two what, teams is, what if segment. fucking no, segment. We're not doing that. Like in Marvel, Marvel, <laughs> what if? All right, that's going to wrap up the bull predicts. And now we're going to get to my segment. And I have a surprise for all of you for this for this podcast. Um, you have to wait and see until I drop it. But we're going to go with the Did You Knows. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Ooh, I, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Wow. And I'll be honest, um, as I was getting these from my usual source, they weren't overly amazing. Um, some, some were kind of interesting, but it was just that kind of week in, in football. But yeah, let's get yeah, started. I want to say that. I want to say that because I feel like the per, like the, the production of football, like the, the football pro, uh, produce has been on the downslope. You know, the stock market is is on the decline. I feel like football right now is on the decline. These some, a lot of these games have been dog. I, I, no, no, not football itself. Just just the quality of football right now. Yeah, it's dog shit. No, I don't think so. I, I feel like there's a I lot. Mean, of... to, no, to be fair, the like remember with the witching hour a few weeks ago, a couple like we two weeks in a row it was fantastic. Yeah, but then like this Monday night football game, those Thursday night football, night football games. games oh. uh, well, I just feel like a lot games... of the four o'clock games. 
man. It's just... A lot of those primetime games, people just thought they were the, these were the teams that were going to do well. Man, they don't know. They had to project that, oh, the Colts, the Broncos are two teams that's supposed to be very good. Like, as a football fan, I, I like watching football, and there's a lot of teams that I don't want to watch. Like, a lot of, probably like more than three, two thirds of the league, I don't want to watch. The Bears are the must watch TV. Oh, my God. Bears, I mean, they, Commanders. They, well, yeah, who thought that was a good game? Like, that was, that was a good game. They're on prime time next week again. So. The Bears? Oh, yeah, they're playing the Patriots. Who wants to yeah. watch the Patriots? Like, come on. These teams. What, is that the Sunday night? Monday night. Monday game. night. Oh, man. Guess we won't have trouble focusing on the podcast next week. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> anyway, I'll get it going. Um, first one. It's kind of obscure, but just stay with me here. Did you guys know that there are only two players with two-plus passing touchdowns, one or fewer incompletions, 50 yards rushing, and a rushing touchdown in a NFL game? Hall of Famer Walter Payton and Falcons quarterback Marcus Mariota. Wow. Ooh. That one's he, good. He was, he was 14, 14 for 15, right? Yeah, something like that. He was very... I think 13 for 14. Yeah, whatever. He threw the ball very little. Man, it, like he he single-handedly kind of stomped the uh, 49ers. Good defense. Well, their, their defense was great, too. But how could you rely on freaking 14 passing attempts? Well, like, what what if you're a Drake London or a Kyle Pitts owner? Like, you can't do hey, shit Hey, Kyle with Pitts that. scored. I know, but he's what scored and he scored. He had eight eight freaking fantasy points. Like yeah, big yeah, wolf. Yeah. I mean, it's not good for the receiving um receiving core. Um, but I mean, the Falcons aren't good right now. So what do you expect? Well, right? they're three and three. I mean, on they're, paper, they're tied. On they're paper. tied for first in the division. Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. They're the same record as the Ravens. That was a did you know that blew my mind right now. Yeah. All right, next one. Oh, actually, this one's pretty interesting. All right, here we go. Did you guys know that the Steelers won their first game without TJ Watt since he started since he was drafted in 2017? They were 0 and 8 entering today. Man, yeah. Tom Brady. On, on top of that, Tom MVP? Brady lost his first game versus a rookie starting quarterback since 2014. He was 12 and 0 entering his game. To be fair, that game was ultras on uh, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> I mean, the stats still holds, right? He, Pickens did start that game. Yes. Wait, they, wait. So, so he's still undefeated, Pickett, right? Yeah, I guess you could say <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> he he's he's won every game that he started. Yep. Um. All right, next one. He, wait, no, no. Amani would say he's the winningest Steelers quarterback in history. Am I? Am I? Did point out in the chat that he he, he said. Oh, at least four games started. Okay. So we have to we have to wait for uh Crown Pickett, right. the winningest quarterback in him and for history. Gotcha. All right, next one. Did you guys know Adam Thielen's touchdown was his fifty first of his career, passing Wells Walker, who had fifty, for the third most by an undrafted player in the common draft era. Man, I thought I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say something else. What 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 do you mean? Third highest for a white person. white person, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only other undrafted players with more touchdowns than Adam Thielen are Antonio Gates, who has 116, and Rod Smith, who has 68. Wait, is it yeah. just receiving touchdowns? Yes. No one's passing. Okay. That. 
Because if it was just if it was combined, Austin Eckler has like close to fifty something now. Yeah, receiving touchdowns. Yeah, no one's passing that ever. Yeah, it's was I it mean, 116. I mean, how, yeah, how many wow. how many undrafted players are performing like they are right? Like Austin Eckler right now, or or even Thielen for that matter. Like Antonio Gates is a lock Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Yep. All right, next one. Did you guys know Matthew Stafford's interception Sunday was his 29th career pick six, tying Hall of Famer Dan Reno for second most by any player since 1950. Damn, I thought you were gonna say 29th since last year. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of I mean, is it it's really close. How many did I mean, he have last not year? Not 29 picks, 29 pick sixes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, still. Yeah, why not pick six of the <laughs> <laughs> They still want a Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, and last one. This one's for you, Jack. All right. Did you guys know? That the Eagles scored 20 points in the second quarter, bringing their total to 112 points in just the second quarter in, 20, in 2022, which is the most points by any team in the in any quarter in the first six games of, in the season in NFL history. I did know that. Damn. Did you know this? It is also more than 11 teams have scored total points this season, including Cowboys, uh, including the Cowboys, Packers, and Rams. Damn! Really? Yeah, those teams have not scored over 112 points, and the Eagles did that in just second quarters this year. And those three teams are supposed to compete in the NFC, like for the NFC title. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy how the NFC is, uh, NFC in general just like doesn't look good at all. Yeah, the Falcons are tied for the wild card. It's wild. The Giants <laughs> are third only because the Vikings have the division. It's it's crazy, and the Vikings are a trash team too, and they're five and one too. It just Vikings had the best uh, score differential in uh, the fourth quarter out of any team this year. I did not know that. Yeah, they sh- they showed that in the uh, in red zone. I have to get props to Scott Hansen and the team there. See, uh, yeah, this season's weird, man. So I, freaking I weird. Anyone come out NFC? NFC. Are we gonna are we gonna tie today? Is that what's gonna happen? Probably. It looks like it's five minutes. No one wants to score very much. Yo, you guys saw that Mike Williams almost tiptoe touch? I, I did. Saw I almost it. saw that. Ooh, oh, my, my butthole clinched a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up. <laughs> that's going to wrap up. That was Jack clenching his butt again. <laughs> oh, no. That was almost a game over pick. Oh, okay. Almost. All right. That's going to wrap up this week 6.5 YFTS podcast. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good one. It was fun. Watching the game as we as we talk as always. It was. Well, the game isn't good. The game was not good. They still haven't scored a touchdown since the second like beginning of second quarter. Defense the last, is still back. The last touchdown that score was Austin Eckler rush touchdown and like with like twelve minutes left in the second quarter. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Oh. Uh oh, oh, my God. oh. That's a fumble, right? I thought it was. What? I thought it was a fumble. Oh. All right. Let's not, let's not broadcast the game for us. <laughs> uh, follow us on uh, YFTS Podcast on Instagram and, and Twitter. Uh, and keep an eye out for next week's episode. Uh, I hope you join us. And YFTS out. Peace. Later.